How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome to 2023, the year that we hope the Yankees can secure number 28. This is our first episode of the new year, so welcome back to Fireside Yankees. If you're just joining our community, if you're just watching an episode for the first time, we are kind of a new podcast on the scene. We've been going at it for about six months now. Really, really strong. Every single day content, a lot of different things, a lot of analytical viewpoints, a lot of you know up-to-date, knowledgeable uh, content and conversation. So if you guys want to stick around for that, doing a lot more stuff, we'll do some giveaways, do some really fun things in the near future make sure to subscribe below on the youtube channel and if you're listening to the audio on spotify and apple make sure to subscribe there as well a really really bright future we want you guys to be included it's gonna be a really fun year and we're super excited to enjoy it with everyone listening right now but today we're going to discuss harrison bader in center field really interesting player for the 2023 season beyond 2023 the yankees don't necessarily know who their center fielder is going to be aaron hicks hopefully they, they managed to offload that contract to a degree i don't think he's a starter any longer i think most people would agree with that Bader, he comes with elite defense offensively. We saw what he did in the playoffs, five homers in nine games. He was electrifying. He's a, not just a great fielder and great player. He's also a great leader. He's a great guy with intangible traits in the locker room. He really brings everybody together. He's energetic. He's fun. He's exciting. Um, and he's going to make this team exponentially better, Ryan. But when you're looking at Harrison Bader, his 2023 projections, what do you expect from him? And I, I'm, I'm definitely excited to discuss kind of the aspect, the concept of extending him before um, we, he kind of has free agency, and we have to figure out what goes on at center field beyond then. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone knows about the defense, right? The defense is remarkable. He has a phenomenal arm, 91st percentile in uh, throwing velocity, uh, which allows him to, you know, if he wants to play a little more back, he can a little deeper. He absolutely can because he's got the arm to do it. Um, he's part of the Yankee outfield that's just loaded with guys who have cannons. Cabrera to his left, uh, Cabrera to his right, and Judge to his left. Uh, th these Those guys just have cannons, right? They, they can make remarkable throws. The Yankees are not going to be run on the way they would be, you know, maybe two or three years ago. Harrison Bader plays a big role in that, and, you know, the range is phenomenal. It's going to help if the Yankees are bringing in a new left fielder, even if it's still Cabrera out there, you know, that's a tough left field to play and having a guy like Bader who, you know, can uh, cover you a little bit and, and, you know, get to balls that you may not be able to get to. Bader is a big help in that regard. His speed is phenomenal, right? You know, he, last year he made it a point of emphasis to steal more bases. Uh, you know, even when he had plantar fasciitis, he stole 15 bases in, in 72 games with the Cardinals, got caught twice. So he was, a, you know, that he had a career high in stolen bases this year in just 86 games. And again, he played 72 of those with plantar fasciitis. So uh, I'm very very excited to see what the base running and the defense look like. The biggest question mark that I think, you know, excites me the most because I really do I really do buy into this the bat. I really buy into Harrison Bader being a much better hitter uh, than people give him credit for. You know, 2021, he showed off and he was fully healthy, kind of a new skill set. You know, he was hitting for more power. His strikeout rate was the lowest of his career up to that point. Last year, it was a little bit lower, but uh, up to that point, it was by far the best strikeout rate of his career. Um, you know, the isolated power of 193, he slugged 460. That was the best of his career. 16 home runs, that was the most of his career. He hit 16 home runs in just 103 games, right? You know, that averages out to over, that averages out to roughly like 23 home runs over uh, 600 plate appearances and his numbers away from Bush stadium. You know, he, he really struggled at St. Louis and playing in St. Louis, which is a, it's a, it's a hard ballpark to home runs in, you know, it, it's that cast park factor really doesn't like their home run uh, park factor. It's, at a 90, which is 10% worse in the league average ballpark. The Yankees were well above that mark. They were the ninth best uh, ballpark for right-handed hitters to hit home runs in. Uh, and you don't think of that ballpark as a home as a home run heaven for righties because you think of it, you know, think of the short porch, you think of lefties, lefties, lefties. But Bader can go out there and, and really put up some pretty good power numbers. You know, he averages 23 home runs per 600 plate appearances away from Bush. Uh, you know, at Bush, he averages just 11 home runs per 600 plate appearances. It's a stark difference over a pretty large sample size. Um, you know, last year, you, you, you 
you know, he didn't hit a single home run as a Yankee. He only hit five in 86 games, which may lead people to think, you know, what is what is this guy talking about? That Bader is showing off new power, you know, like he only hit five home runs in 86 games last year. You know, plantar fasciitis affects your ability to drive your back leg, right? You know, he it was in his right foot. He can't drive off your back leg. You really can't generate power. Bader really wasn't consistently hitting for power until the postseason, right? Which is, you know, he gets comfortable. He's finally fully healthy. And he showed, you know, not just that he can hit the ball hard, but hit the ball hard in the air. His max exit velocity for the entire season came in the postseason at 109.8 miles an hour on a home run off of Kyle Quantrill, who he does own. Um, quite frankly, Harrison Bader shows off some pretty impressive skills, right? You know, we're not we're a year removed from a 110 WRC plus. You know, we are looking at a projected 104 WRC plus here, right? With 16 projected home runs. Perhaps we see him get closer to 20 home runs over 130 games, right? You know, we could see something like that. We could see Harrison Bader push a 110 WRC plus. You know, he put up a three-war season in just 103 games in 2021. You know, that averages out to about a 4.8 war over uh, 150 games or 600 play appearances. Uh, we could really see Harrison Bader push, you know, all-star level uh, wins above replacement totals if he's fully healthy. And that's a big question mark, obviously, with Harrison Bader, the health. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the health is definitely going to be great. He's definitely going to play a lot of games and that there's a track record of him playing a lot of games. That's a huge question mark. And every Yankee fan has the right to feel concerned about how many games he'll play next year. Uh, but I can say at least if he's able to stay remotely healthy, Harrison Bader can be a really nice player for you, not just defensively and base running wise, but with the stick. I think he can give you some power that, you know, the Yankees have kind of been missing from center field. The, you know, Hicks, Gardner over the last few years haven't, you know, Gardner in his last year as a, as a as a major league player. He really didn't have the power he used to have. Hicks's power's kind of been zapped since the handmade bone injury. He's the, Bader's the Yankees' third starting outfielder in a postseason series over the last three years. So, Finally, finally finding some consistency would be nice from the position. So I think Bader provides a lot of things the Yankees are looking for. I think, you know, offensively, he provides a lot of things that the, that Yankee fans don't really expect from him, but should learn to expect from him. And I think this is a big year for him coming into a contract year uh, where he can really prove his mettle and, and parlay that into a pretty nice contract. He's only going to be 29 when he hits for agency. So uh, definitely really excited to see how he uh, plays this season. Absolutely. And, and, you know, something we didn't even mention yet is the bigger bases, you know, more aggressive base stealing. That's going to be a huge variable for Harrison Bader to extrapolate on 17 stolen bases last season in 86 games. Um, that's a career high, by the way. So you look at a full game, let's say he plays 120 games. I think that would be a good number for him. Um, if he can get to 120 games, he's played over 120 games twice in his career over what, six seasons. Um, so obviously it would be nice to see him a little bit healthier and maintain that over the course of a, of a full year. But I'll tell you what, I think he could hit 20 stolen bases with the bigger bases, more aggressiveness um, with the Yankees kind of uh, kind of going in the direction of more base stealing happy and Bader with that speed and athleticism, he gets on first base, you know, last year you only got on base at a, at a 29% clip. So you're kind of like looking at him to get back to his norm, which is around 32%. Um, he's only projected his seamer projections have him at 31%. Um, but with that being said, I think that this is a player that, you know, you look at him defensively, he's a star. You know, there was a couple instances last year where he misjudged it because Judge was in right field and they're both very aggressive outfielders. And with that being the case, both have him in, in insane range. I think that when those those shots get driven into the gap, um, a lot of times both of those guys were running full speed. They were trying to utilize that range to get there and they ended up running into each other, confusing each other, I think, moving forward. Um, if I'm Boone, I'm asking Judge, don't overextend yourself. Let Bader be the one to get there. You know what I mean? Like, let Bader be the one to utilize that athleticism and speed, and then Judge just hovering behind like you would 
um, as, as a as an outfielder just trying to provide support. So I think Bader in center field, he has that roaming ability. He's got that like cat light instincts. He's kind of like low center of gravity. He gets low. He travels so effectively. Um, he's going to be electric. We're going to see a lot of highlight plays from Harrison Bader next year in, in center field. And you can't replicate that level of defense all the time. You know what I mean? Um, if the, if the Yankees were to go out and get Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh, he's a bad center fielder. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't find elite level defensive center fielders like this all the time, especially with ones that have this level of stolen base ability and have the qualities in the batter's box. Um, I kind of feel as though Bader is a great long-term solution. I want to see a little bit more consistency in the health department. Um, but, you know, I feel as though if he were to need some time, you know, let's just say Harrison Bader, like they're trying to mitigate his workload. They're trying to, you know, give him some workload management. You could always move Aaron Judge to center field and put Oswaldo Gabera in right field while you're doing that. You know, you can move those guys around. You still have Hicks on the roster as a supplementary piece if need be. Um, I, I feel pretty strong with what we have right now. Eventually, Jason Dominguez will be pulled up. I mean, this we're looking probably two years from now, if I was to guess, Dominguez is ready. Um, but that's the thing, right? So, Ryan, the, the argument behind extending Harrison Bader now is simply that Bader fits our culture really well. You know, he's serious. He's energetic. He's a flashy player. He shows that he shows up in big moments. The playoffs, he was one of our, he probably was our best hitter during the playoffs. Um, you need guys like that. You know, you need players to, to elevate their game in important moments. I think he fits our culture perfectly. Um, question is how much is he worth how much are you willing to extend him for uh what would you say right now if the Yankees were like Bader we want to extend you right now we want to lock you in as our long-term center fielder maybe for let's say he might be looking for a long-term deal though so you can't really say like three years he's probably gonna want like five or six years um and then you have to make a decision with Dominguez because like Dominguez I guess projects as a very a five-tool center fielder as well so right now how are you looking at that situation are you even considering Dominguez in the equation with Harrison Bader are you like um, you know, Bader should be extended now or maybe not because Dominguez maybe is two years away and uh, maybe he's a trade piece. Maybe he's not. You know, a lot of teams wanted Dominguez at the trade deadline this past summer. There's a lot of kind of variables going around here. But if Bader performs well, I just I don't see a reason to let him go. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I if we're talking about right now, if the Yankees were to try to extend Harrison Bader right now, I think three years is the magic number. I don't think the Yankees want to uh, tie themselves too long to a player that they have to still wait on to see if he's fully healthy. Um, and quite frankly, as you mentioned with center field, it's a tough position to play. You know, are we really going to sit here and inspect that Dominguez? How do we know Dominguez is a surefire, good defensive center fielder? You know, he's a, he's 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 not like a big guy in a slow way. He's a big guy and he's 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 jacked, dude. You know, like I don't know if, if people have seen pictures of Jason Dominguez. He is freaking jacked, right? Uh, perhaps left feels a little bit more uh, a little better for him, right? You know, maybe you don't want to have to ask a guy um, with that big of a frame who's that powerful to wear his body down in center field long-term, right? You know, uh, Everson Prairie is another guy who might come up, and he might come up sooner. He's already on the 40-man roster. Um, you know, those are guys you can put in left field, right? You have Harrison Bader, who's an all-world defensive center fielder. Um, I, I know this year is going to determine a lot of Harrison Bader's stock because also center fielders are really valuable on the free agent market. You, you know, not you, you typically don't see a top 10 center fielder hit the free agent market, and that's why I view Harrison Bader as, you know, it's going to be tough. It, it really be it will really be tough to try to uh, hammer down what's a comfortable number to give him because it depends on how healthy he is this year. If he's if he's really healthy this year, if he's you know uh, he plays a hundred and uh, not really, I guess he plays one hundred thirty games, one hundred thirty five games. You know, I'm willing to go four four years with him. I don't know if I'm willing to go that fifth year. Uh, I, you know, that's going to be a little bit scary because of the health concerns. Um, 
it's tough because I really like Bader and I, I really do think he's a really good player. It's just it's gonna be it's gonna be an uncomfortable contract, right? It really it will be. It inherently will be because of the health issues. But as you mentioned with Harrison Bader, there is it's got nothing to do with who he is on the field or off the field. It, it's just the health issues. That's really it, right? That's the only question I really have here. Uh, because quite frankly, I view him as a player that he could be a league average hitter and still be a four war player. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of Yankee fans are like this team needs offense, this team needs offense. This team does need another bat, and I would like this team to get another bat. Uh, but but quite frankly, if you want to remove your the best defensive center fielder in baseball, um, look at how your run prevention is going to look, right? You know, having really good run prevention, it, it, part of that is defense, right? If you're a really strong defensive uh, team, you're going to prevent a lot of runs. And if you stop a lot of teams from scoring, you don't have to do so much offensively. So I guess that's kind of the Yankees' philosophy right now, which is, you know, our offense could be a little shaky to start off in the season, you know, relying on some rookies, you know, uh, returning pieces that we're hoping bounce back or come back healthy, like LeMahieu. Um, you know, that's, it's going to be a lot to ask of that offense, to, you know, drop five runs a game, um, early on, maybe as they get more comfortable, they can do that. But early on, you know, whether it's cold in New York, you can really out pitch, you can pitch a lot, out pitch a lot of people and you can really shut down lineups. Uh, and in the postseason, no one really hits in the postseason, right? The Astros won the world series and they were putrid offensively in the postseason. They suck. They couldn't hit in the postseason. No one can hit in the postseason. Uh, it's just about not sucking the most, right? It's about, you know, being the least bad offense. That's really what it is. Um, and, you know, the, the importance of having Bader in there is going to mean a lot. And as you mentioned, the, the postseason accolades he already put up with the Yankees. I mean, he was remarkably impressive. You know, he's going to be a big part of the bottom of the lineup, whether it's, you know, hitting. I don't think he's going to hit five home runs in nine games again. But what he can do for you is get on first base and, you know, provide a huge threat for a pitcher. You know, bigger bases you mentioned. Um, you're going to think twice about throwing a slider in, in the ninth inning with Harrison Bader at first base and no one out, right? Because if you throw that slider and Bader, Bader's going, you got to run on second and no one out, right? That's a that's a really high run scoring opportunity. And if it's a tie game or even a one run game in the ninth, the Yankees have an opportunity to either tie the game or win it right there. Um, you look at the guys in the bottom of the lineup too. You know, Bader's probably going to be hitting seventh, and I imagine Trevino and Peraza are behind him. You know, both those guys are not high strikeout guys. Both of those guys can put the ball in play. Um, all it takes is one of those two getting a hit or getting on base, and now you know you have a DJ LeMahieu or Aaron Judge set scheduled to come up with runners on scoring position. That's an uncomfortable position to be in if you're a pitcher. Uh, we've seen Bader, you know, be hyper aggressive. I know he's done this twice where he stole multiple bases in the same inning. We saw this against Boston where he, he, he forces a pickoff. He gets a second, the ball gets thrown away. He gets a third, put pressure on the defense, right? That's something that the Yankees struggle to do because they just don't have the personnel to do it. Uh, they've tried to be more aggressive base running wise, but it's hard to do that with the Josh Donaldson's Anthony Rizzo's DJ LeMahieu, Jose Trevino, you know, all out there at the same time. Those aren't fast players. You don't want to run them too hard. Uh, you know, ultimately, Bader's going to provide a lot of pressure in the running game, and I think it's going to be a huge, a huge part of this Yankee offense as they, you know, try to find their identity. And also, you know, I, as you mentioned, spark plug. I think there's that attitude that some Yankee players, I'd love for them to have. I'd love for them to have that. You know, I'm going to be a playmaker attitude. I've discussed Harrison Bader as a playmaker even before, while he was on the IL. You know, playmaker. That's that's kind of the word I want to use to describe him. He's someone who makes things happen. Um, I want Oswald Peraza to play like that. You know, they they are very similarly tooled hitters. Both of them are not going to be high OBP guys. Both of them are not going to, uh, you know, necessarily crush the baseball. But they could hit 20 home runs if you if they have a strong season and they can run the bases and they're really fast and they're great defenders. Having two guys like that at the bottom of your lineup you know you can really deepen your lineup like that the only hitter i'm really concerned about to be a below average here next year is jose trevino who happens to be the best catcher in baseball defensively so um bader's gonna do a lot of things for this lineup you're not gonna have aaron hicks there you're not gonna have uh or even having to play florial or and duhar um having bader there is gonna give the yankees a lot of comfort and a lot of uh stability in the outfield and not having to put judge in center field especially as you know he enters his 30s and gets a little bit older you don't want to run him down too much so very excited for bader i think he's gonna be a play a big part of this team and in terms of extension wait a year see how it plays out this year 
And if and if you want to extend him, if you feel you know, don't let Dominguez and Pereira be reasons you don't extend Bader because they can fight out for left field, you know, or you move one of them. It is what it is, unless both of them just pop off and there's no reason to bring in Bader. Um, you know, assuming that you have Bader and he plays well, and that one of those two guys, only one of those two guys, come up before 2024, don't let them be the reason you don't bring you don't bring back Bader if he's worth the money. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. You know, this is definitely a situation where the health is probably the biggest factor here, and you have to make sure that he can maintain it. Um, now, I've had plantar fasciitis before. I've had that in my foot, and it's not a good feeling, but there are ways to remedy it. There are ways to avoid it. Um, usually it has to do with, like, your, your shoes or, like, your the sole, the insole of your shoe. Um, if you have an arch or, you know, lack of an arch, sometimes it, it's just – it feels like someone's stabbing you in the bottom of the foot. That's really what it feels like. I had it playing soccer my entire life growing up. Um, but you have to get the right shoes once it heals and you can, you can seemingly like mitigate it a lot more. His seemed to be a lot more serious. He was in a walking boot. So it seemed like he really had a bad issue. Like he tore something, uh, but it is, it'll be hundred percent healthy. Now I think it's just about mitigating it, you know, wearing the right shoes, doing the right things, making sure he's does the treatments, whatever to avoid it in the future. But um, I'm very optimistic that Harrison Bader is going to be a star for this team, um, at least defensively. I think offensively, there's a lot of things he's going to do very, very good for us. But having him at the bottom of your order is a good problem. You know, if he gets on base and you have Aaron Judge batting first or second or whatever it might be, let's say he's batting eighth in the lineup or seventh even, and, you know, you get a, get a couple guys on base, you know, Bader with Judge on base or Judge at the plate is a good problem to have. You know, Bader can turn a single into a double by stealing second base. He can turn a double into a triple by stealing third base. You know what I mean? So... Uh, this is a guy that can score from second base on a single. And there's value to that that goes without saying. And the metrics don't always tell you, don't tell you the details of how that run was scored. They just say, oh, you know, tally in the run column. Not that Harrison Bader hustled his ass off from second base to score and drive in an RBI. You know what I mean? Like that. that's, those are something that you have to watch, you have to see. And, and he does a lot of those things very, very well. Um, getting thrown out, trying to be aggressive is not a bad thing all the time. You know, I would rather him be aggressive than be conservative because ultimately he's got to maintain that confidence and trying to extend plays and make things happen. Because baseball sometimes is a one run game, one big play, one inch that he was safe by can change the course of a game, can, can win you a playoff, can, can win you a World Series even. So um, I want to keep seeing him doing those type of things and bigger base pat, bigger bases are really going to help him uh, significantly in the future, my friends. But I'd love to hear your perspectives below in the YouTube comments. Do you think that the Yankees should consider extending Harrison Bader now? Or do you think that they should wait um, and maybe extend him after the season, see how he performs, see what it's like. But I'm very optimistic about this young player. Very, very good one. And I and I love him as a guy, too. He's just a tremendous young dude. Um, and he's going to be a, a great player for us tangibly in, and intangibly in the future. But always happy to hear perspectives below. Make sure to enjoy the rest of your day. Like and subscribe, as always, my friends. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.